This is episode number 170 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jesse Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health, and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Two Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell and Anita Lambert. And on today's episode, Jess and I wanted to go through what cesarean birth recovery will look like six weeks and beyond. Um, back on episode seven, we talked more about cesarean birth recovery during those first six weeks. And so we thought it was time uh, that we expanded that. And then also, you know, sharing about physiotherapy, but also working with the fitness coach, because a lot of times people aren't given that information and may not find out until months or years later uh, and wish they had heard about this earlier postpartum. So that's what we'll be jumping into today. And so as a pelvic health physio, I typically will see people as early as four weeks postpartum, but typically that happens when I saw someone in pregnancy because we end up planning ahead for their postpartum recovery If someone wasn't seen in pregnancy, then it may not be at least six weeks, but oftentimes months afterward by the time uh, that they get in for physio. But I'm curious, Jess, how early do you typically start coaching people after cesarean? Yeah, it's definitely similar. And like you said, it's earlier if we've had our prenatal track clients within two pregnancy and beyond, just moving right through that birth experience into our postnatal track. And then they'll start with our core plus floor restore program around three, four weeks postpartum. So yeah, it's similar to you starting with that really gentle type work Mm -hmm. and then strength training stuff coming later around six, eight weeks for people, I would say would be the most common. Yeah. Yeah. So really helpful. And if you're listening to you, you can always uh, send us a DM on, uh, on Instagram And just let us know if like, if this is something that you've heard about before, if you've had a cesarean birth, did you work with a physio or coach afterwards as well? Because we would love to know. So kind of what that initial appointment works looks like in terms of physio, or at least I can share from uh, myself, because I know every physio is a bit different in their training as well. But typically around four weeks, we're going over how the birth went. So for people, it may be an unplanned cesarean. For other people, I work with them through pregnancy preparing for a planned cesarean. So everyone, it will be different. But we'll go through about um, their birth as well as what support they're getting right now postpartum and also how they're feeling in their body. So any aches or pains, how their scar area is feeling, their abdomen is feeling. Often there's a lot of different sensations 
going on in that area um, and that a lot of people just don't talk about. Jess has been great sharing her experience after her two cesarean births. Um, but again, a lot of people just don't hear about it until they're actually in it. So that is something that we'll go over and even starting to do some desensitization, not on their scar, but around their scar around four weeks. So that's just referring to using different surfaces. So whether it's, you know, uh, like a Q-tip or a Kleenex or like a, a brush you might use in the shower, but different surfaces on that area to really help desensitize and get the nerves used to other surfaces because you may have some numbness you may have some achiness uh, th those are kind of the main ones people will describe and so we just want to kind of help those sensations start to decrease over time so we can do that around the scar and then when we start talking about six weeks then we start looking more at the scar and massaging the scar but we typically don't do any of that um, before six weeks and then in regards to kind of aches and pains that are going on we're usually starting some mobility work around those four weeks and I know Jess you're a big fan of that um, because it it's it is different after a cesarean you may feel like you're more rounded forward it may be harder to kind of lengthen up and stand tall because you feel like a pull in your abdomen so I find mobility and just some gentle work like cat cow type movements a lot of clients just find it makes a massive difference in their comfort day to day at that point. Um, and so I'm curious, Jess, like also comparing your two, do you remember kind of how things felt around that four weeks marks in terms of the abdomen, but also um, mobility wise? Mm -hmm. So wild as you're just talking about this, it's almost been three years since my last yeah. C-section. Yeah. It'll be three years in June, which just feels... Like, I really feel like it, no, it couldn't be that long. It couldn't have been. So yeah, I think what is so key in talking about the mobility type work early post C-section two is how can we support that physical body? Yes. But then how that translate into someone's mental and emotional health. And that's just what I found to be so impactful through both of my cesarean recoveries. The first being unplanned, the second one being planned. How deeply that feeling in your body of feeling like so stuck and achy and uncomfortable, if you can relieve that even slightly or gently in any way, how that can better support you in your postpartum mental health and through your mental health in this recovery from surgery and during this healing time where you are also doing such intense work of caring for a newborn of other children, I really think that those are perhaps where maybe the most significant benefits lie for postpartum people. So for both of my cesarean recoveries, I was starting that stuff at two weeks postpartum, which I know some people are like horrified by when they hear that for the first time, but really it's just such gentle stuff. As you said, Anita, that feeling is so shocking 
early after a C-section of this like pulling downwards through your rib cage and your chest and not being able to stand up fully. So really just, you know, some breath work, some taking the arms extended overhead, some really gentle rotation, that stuff can be done and possible and still be supporting your actual physical healing. So yeah, I think this stuff can be done in a way that doesn't make you feel worse, but instead really helps you to feel better. Yeah, I love that. And it is true. And I think that's the challenging part is like, we would love everyone to get this information in pregnancy. And I know that, especially if you're planning a vaginal birth, you may not be thinking like, how do I recover from a cesarean? But in North America, depending where you live, but typically it's one in three births are a cesarean, planned or unplanned. So I do talk to clients about this in pregnancy, just so that they're aware. And again, they'll have some gentle mobility or, you know, the pelvic floor type movements and breathing. I find breathing is so key postpartum, whether a vaginal or cesarean birth, all of that is super gentle that you can totally start early on and can really help with comfort. And then as we go into that six weeks, um, like I said before, we'll start uh, looking at the scar. And I do encourage people to have their care provider at six weeks, check their scar too. It will be something that we'll be looking at as physios, but I always say have your care provider check out as well. Um, Because we want to see just how things are healing that that initial healing has happened. So then we could actually start massaging the scar. Um, At that point, if there's any infection or any part that's open, obviously, we will not be going to that point at that part. But that's why it's important to talk to your care provider. And so starting to just get used to touching the scar, everyone will be different. I have some clients at six weeks, we can start being on the scar and doing some massage for other people just looking at their scar or touching their scar is a lot. And people can get emotional as well, which I'd always tell people it's common uh, to feel that way because feelings may be coming up about your birth or about your recovery. So to know there's no rush to massage the scar, but just over time, if we can start to move in that direction, it can help with healing in many ways. Um, and then we'll also also check the pelvic floor. So assessing the pelvic floor after cesarean birth can be really helpful. Um, I would say the most common kind of symptom I have clients feel who've had a cesarean is often um, pain with penetration or with intercourse. And sometimes it can be due to overactivation of the pelvic floor, which can happen for lots of reasons. So even though baby didn't come out vaginally, our body may be trying to protect the area and by doing how our kind of nervous system protects us is uh, tensioning up the pelvic floor, overactivating the pelvic floor. So there's a lot of things we can work on to help with that. And so just for people to know, just with having a cesarean birth, it doesn't mean the pelvic floor won't be impacted. Plus within pregnancy, things may have come up um, as well. So, and also some people have leaking and urgency as well. So all important things that we can look into at that point and then starting some other strengthening and mobility work as well at that point can feel really good. 
Yeah, it really can. And again, like I was saying, a lot of our fitness coaching clients will start back into our, like the first block of our post-nail strength training by six weeks. Some people even a little bit before that. For me, post-C-section both times, I was like four-ish weeks when I started some strength type work. Mm -hmm. And again, these things are possible in a way that still respects the healing time of this major surgery or procedure that your body has undergone. So I think that in terms of when we think about strength training or strength developing work after C-section, just always keep in the back of your mind this idea of progressive overload. So it is one of the biggest principles within strength and conditioning type work and fitness. And it absolutely applies to cesarean recovery as well. So progressive overload and just know that this can be so slow and steady over weeks and months and this first year after C-section. So we're just progressively adding on a little bit more over time. So it's not zero to 60. It's not get that six week checkup and then you're back into boot camp and sprinting and all the stuff, just progressively doing a little bit more maybe every couple of weeks, maybe every four weeks and adjusting from there. And just one more thing that I'll say on this, our clients, they work in blocks of four weeks with their strength training plans. So they're doing the exact same workouts for four weeks and then they progress from there to another block from four weeks and on and on. So they're not adjusting and doing totally new exercises and workouts and adding 20 pounds week after week. It's just really steady, see how the body responds, do it again, see how the body responds, do it again. And then eventually we move on from there. Mm -hmm. And I think you'll find with hearing what Jess just said too, is this applies for both vaginal or cesarean birth. So I talk to clients too, like even within pregnancy, when we're talking ahead of time about this initial postpartum period, I tell them like, whether you have a vaginal or cesarean birth, like I'm going to be there to support you. You're going to have the guidance and the rehab. There is a lot of similarities between the two. Um, so I think a lot of people are just surprised with that too. And often are just given information Well, you had a cesarean birth. So like, just wait the six weeks and you'll be fine. Um, and some people do feel that way, but it's just knowing that the rehab and the retraining is helpful for both, um, vaginal or cesarean birth. Um, also at that six weeks, we're going to look at kind of diastasis, where are things at, at that point. Um, and then always discussing your goals. So if you are seeing a physio or a fitness coach, it's really helpful. Like you should be looking out for, are they actually asking about this? And then knowing that whatever exercise you're doing for rehab should always be pointed towards your goals. Either it's going to look, it'll eventually look pretty similar. So for example, I have clients who want to get back to like soccer, lacrosse. So like their rehab exercises look like the sport. Um, and initially they don't, but it's always, anything I give them, I'm always letting them know. So this is why you're doing it. Cause this is where we're going to progress. This is where we're going to get you back to frisbee or lacrosse. Um, 
So it's just really important because otherwise, if you're if you're not, as Jess said, progressively overloading or progressing your exercise and it being specific to your goals, it's a not going to be motivating and it's may not get you to where you want to be in the end. So just always kind of checking in on that. And if you're working with someone, just keep reminding them of what your goals are or asking them with what they're giving you, is this going to help me get to where I want to go? Um, Cause that's pretty much uh every session I'm talking about that with with clients and then we get to like beyond those six weeks so like Jess and I have said it's not that healing is done at six weeks and then it's back to 100% intensity and impact we still want to continually progressively load the system um, and gradually build back to whatever goals you want to get to. So there is a lot of strength training and mobility work beyond that. There may be, if you're seeing a physio, there may be some manual therapy depending on um, what's needed. But again, there's still a lot that can be done to get you back to things beyond those six weeks as well. And I think that in thinking about this beyond six weeks mark, for of course, cesarean recovery, any birth recovery is just know that this process can feel like it takes a long time. And it really just can be a long time of feeling like you are quite early postpartum. So in saying that, I'm almost three years postpartum again from my second birth. And I kind of feel like I'm just coming up on not feeling early postpartum anymore at almost three years. And this is so consistent across the board with my clients that they, it really, really can just take two, three, five years for some people to feel like they were just in it. Postpartum was long and slow. The recovery was slow and steady. And then they reach this point where they feel like, oh, my body feels like my body again. So just know that you might feel glimpses of that feeling within yourself over time and it could just be long and slow and you're not doing anything wrong. It just is really a thing that often cannot be rushed in many cases. Mm -hmm. I think that's such a good point. And what I find with clients too is that often once, if someone is having a subsequent birth, they're, they're kind of already going into it being like, I already know at six weeks, I'm not going to feel like I was pre-pregnancy, um, that it is that slow and steady. And it depends to kind of where your goals are as well. So, um, Jess and I recently recorded a podcast on another podcast on return to running. We have a few of those and we don't talk about typically at six weeks isn't a great time to jump back into running. It's kind of at earliest at that three months. And for some people, it'll be six months, kind of depending how their birth was, how their recovery was. So beyond those six weeks, we're working on strength, mobility, balance work, specifically targeted to get back to running, for example. Um, so to know, yeah, there is a lot beyond those six weeks. And I personally found those first six weeks are kind of a blur and kind of fuzzy. Um, in general, there's not a lot of sleep happening. And for me, there wasn't a lot of sleep after those six weeks for a while either. Um, but yeah, to give yourself some grace with what you're kind of going through and yeah, taking in all those factors of sleep and support 
and just even time. So that's something Jess and I talk about a lot too, is especially if this is your first birth, you may be used to exercising a certain amount of time, a certain frequency per week. And I find after that first child comes into your life, you realize that often that same amount of time and, and frequency each week to exercise drastically changes. Um, and postpartum is a way to almost get you in that zone. And often it will stick for quite a while that you may not be back to the same amount of time or ever that I know personally, I've just found like, I, even when the gyms and everything open again, like I probably will not be at the gym an hour a day, five days a week. Like I used to, it's just a matter of finding shorter periods of time and making those count in a different way. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It just really can change absolutely everything in terms of, yeah, your structure of exercise and how you even like to exercise anymore. Yeah. And that's such a biggie for my clients in postpartum is just like learning this whole new way of caring for your body and what the reasons and the purposes behind it all. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 